Welcome to The Buzz, the Unidos podcast, with two Gen Zs just talking about our generation. Welcome back, guys. I'm An. I'm Shannon. And it's been a while since we've recorded, but to you guys, it might have just been, you know, a fortnight, uh, a fortnight <laughs> since last you heard from us. But um, yeah, we haven't sat down to record an episode since uh, early September. September. Yeah, September. Wake me up when September yeah. ends, right? Well, September ended, <laughs> October happened, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot has changed, hey? So um, Shannon just reminded me that between recording the last episode and this one, I actually moved um, places. So I live on sort of like a main road, and I'm like right next to a fire station as well. So if you feel that there's any awkward pauses or cuts, it's because someone's having an emergency <laughs> and we've had to... To pause the recording, but... I mean, it sucks for that person, yeah. right? But yeah, same with... Uh, we both live quite close to the airport, so if there's planes, we, we do apologise in advance, but not that we can do about that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming to the podcast and listening, um, and thanks for continuing to submit questions. We really, really have been enjoying reading people's, like, submissions and questions, which I know we've been doing some stuff on the Uni Days Instagram page, so if you want to ever... Um, have your say on some advice, head over to unidays underscore AU and follow us there. Um, we've got some fun stuff going on. But, yeah, we've had some cool submissions from people asking asking our opinions on things, which I quite yeah. like. Yeah, like all sorts of questions, but we thought we would just sort of group um, a few questions together because they were about, like, relationships and dating. And, I mean, I don't see myself as a dating expert, but I think that... Shannon and I bring, you know, two sort of different perspectives to that sort of dating situation. Would you say so, Shannon? Yeah. And I think we've also got like quite different realms of like friendship groups and like friends from different like places in life that I think we can also draw on, you know, what we've heard from the people in our lives as well. So, I mean, not that we're dating or relationship experts, um, but we'll, you know, we'll let you know what we think. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I'll jump into the first question that we have here. Um, And it says, I'm a generally anxious person. And more recently, my anxiety has been surrounding sexuality. Question mark. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to go outside anymore because everyone of the same gender I look at, I start analyzing almost everything as to why I looked at them. It's driving me crazy. Sad face. Oh. Yeah. Starting off with... um, I'd, I'd say this is a tough one um, coming from, you know, myself, I'm a heterosexual person. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so hard. I think, I mean, I was having some good chats with some of my friends um, quite late on Halloween about how sexuality is a spectrum. And mm. I like to say that everybody's somewhere on that spectrum and a lot of people sit not necessarily at that 100% heterosexual yeah. spot. I think everyone's like a little bit gay sometimes. I think it's it's also very natural for you to question like what you do like or what you don't like and I think I wouldn't get too in my head about it. I think like mm. personally I've been through that phase I think of, and honestly in a lot of people that I've spoken to, a lot of people in their young adulthood go through – almost a bit of a phase of like a moment of trying to work out what it is they like. And I think that's completely normal. And I think you have to let yourself 
feel that way and feel those feelings and, you know, explore in terms of your head and and what you think about people and who you're attracted to and kind of let, like, let that process be what it needs to be for you to work out what it is that you like. Mm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And like, when it's so true, because, you know, um, having sort of that if we look at the spectrum in, in, in terms of who you find attractive or, you know, what sort of, I don't know, I was going to say what turns you on, but <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but um, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you all flustered over there, Arne? A little bit. <laughs> I think, honestly, I feel like TikTok is a great place to hang out if this is how you feel, yeah. because I... I've ended up on like the LGBTQ plus side of TikTok somehow. And a lot of it is very much about that. Like um, there's a lot of like play and jokes on like um, you thought you were straight and then like it'll go into this weird like sort of role play situation and it'll be like this, you know, beautiful lesbian woman telling you what she would do to you and you kind of sit there and you're like, that sounds nice. Oh, (laughs) But then maybe that's just because also I'm like very affection starved at the moment and I just feel like anything is something. But that's not the point. This is not about me. Back to the person, the submission, the person that they've submitted. Um, I think it's hard. I mean, Arne, I don't know if you can touch more on like the anxiety side because I know that is something that you deal with. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really difficult, hey, especially in this period where a lot of us have spent, you know, more time at home than normal. Mm. It feels a bit like jarring to then be put back into social situations. And I've had moments like that where, um, you know, I know that I have a social event coming up and I just overthink it so much and I get so worked up. And then, um, you know, that sort of like plays on my mind right before I go there. And I, in my experience, I'm usually fine when I'm there, but um, in terms of when you add like another layer on top of um, what you're feeling in terms of anxiety and, and not knowing like why you're attracted to someone or if you should be or, you know, why you're not, um, yeah, it can really, it can really like get on your mind and like start affecting other things in your life. So I 100% agree with what Shannon's saying in terms of, you know, we, we joke about it and it's like, you know, go on TikTok and stuff. But actually, if you start consuming more media, that is a bit more open if you want to explore those sort of avenues, whether it's like LGBTQ um, media or movies or film or even porn as well. Like mm-hmm. if you want to sort of look into that and, and reflect of like, hmm, how does this make me feel? It could help you create you know your own sort of perspective and how you feel on that yeah for sure and I think as well like it also comes down to I guess who you surround yourself with if you are Mm. surrounded with people and maybe family who might normalize that very like hetero you know men and women kind of lifestyle that might be playing into you you know feeling a bit of shame around questioning your sexuality and I feel Mm. like I really hope that you don't necessarily eat into that. I know it's really difficult, particularly if you are young, say you still live at home um, and you're trying to work out what it is that you want and you like, which can be really hard if you are still, you know, living under your parents' roof and maybe trying to abide by their rules and, you know, pleasing them and whatever. But I think you have to let yourself explore what it is that 
you know, your mind is telling you um, and it could be nothing and it could be something. Mm. And I think that either way you have to let yourself feel this way and stop running from it because the more you run from it, the more it is going to eat into you and it's going to seed into those, you know, social situations, your social anxiety um, Mm. in general. And I think not adding fuel to that fire is really important. Um, And, you know, you can find there are so many resources out there um, in terms of, you know, this topic in particular, also anxiety, you know, mental health in general is so important. And I think if you've not got a safe space to talk about that with like close friends, then there's a lot of places you can go to kind of help you get through that. Yeah, like the internet is vast and it's great when you're trying to, you know, be anonymous but also research yeah. something. Um, so, yeah, like definitely use it and, and know that you're not alone as yeah. well. Like, I, you know, Shannon and I, whether it's um, at the same level or, you know, a- anyone else our age has gone through something like that as well, um, whether it's sexuality or any any other sort of identity crises, I would say. <laughs> we have them yeah. a lot over here at the bus. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, cool. Should we go on to the next question? Yeah. Um, next question is, my girlfriend and I were in a long-distance relationship. We never met and now she has a boyfriend. Uh, sorry, I just scrolled past it. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but she still talks to me. Um, we used to talk a lot before and often flirts, but I'm confused. I still like her a lot. Please help. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, this is a sticky situation. I mean, the first thing that jumped out at me is if your girlfriend has a boyfriend, is she really your girlfriend? Well, they anymore? did say were. So past tense. Oh, My well, girlfriend oh, and I yes, were. Yes. So they were in a long distance relationship. They never actually met in person. I'm guessing that ended and now she has a boyfriend, but she still talks to this person. But she's still talking to yeah, this person. And is often yeah. very flirty. Um, and because this person still has feelings for her, they are very confused. Right. Okay. I would say just block her. Like <laughs> you don't need that. If, if, if you guys couldn't make the long distance relationship work and say, for example, in this situation, if she broke up with you and said, you know, I want to see other people or whatever. And then now she has a boyfriend and she's talking to you again. That's just like, you're just putting yourself in a situation to get hurt. And I would say just try and move on because she has, and she is sort of keeping you on the sideline as some form of like entertainment or affection or, you know, to give her more, um, validation. What's that word? Validation. Yeah. Yeah, validation. <laughs> yeah. Would you agree, Shannon? Yeah, 100%. I think if, you know, there's there's a there's a kind of a, a reason for people to be in your lives and if she's not serving your purpose, which it sounds like she's not because she's distracting you and to be frank, she's being shady. Like if she's in a new relationship and she's still like flirting with her ex, whether that is simply a relationship that was all digital because it was long distance, you know, Mm. it doesn't really matter. She shouldn't be necessarily acting that way. And I don't think um, that you would want to put yourself in a position where you're enabling that kind of behavior as well. Like if you want to be the bigger person, I feel like as hard as it is to walk away from people that you have or had feelings for, you honestly just like have to distance yourself if that is, you know, unfollowing or blocking or, you know, you could you could just put the law down and say, look, I'm really sorry. I just don't feel like we should talk. It is, you know, I just still care about you and I feel like you need to just focus on yourself and your new relationship. So, you know, see you later. Maybe 
have a good life. Like I think that there's no no love lost in just explaining where you're at. And if you don't want to explain where you're at, just unfollow because your relationship has ended. So I feel like, you know, there was an element of it didn't work and there's almost mm. like probably a tiny little bit of hostility there because it didn't. Um, and she's moved on, as Anne said. So I think that you absolutely should as well and you deserve to. So I think that you need to distance yourself from that yeah. situation. For sure. I would highly recommend like the blocking or the unfollowing because it's so difficult to then see someone who used to have feelings for, you know, post things about themselves and another person. Like, don't do that to yourself. You know, you you deserve better. And if you can uh, realise your feelings now and as much as it would suck to not talk to them anymore, you'll feel so much better down the line. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next question is... Tips for playing the long game. For example, I like a guy, but do not think either of us are ready for a proper relationship. But I still want to have interest slash good friendship between the both of us for when the time is right. Um, Any help or advice? Yeah, long game. I mean, I'm just reflecting now to sort of see if I can draw from my own experience. And I wouldn't say that I have experience playing a long game. Like... I have known my boyfriend since we were, like, kids, but, like, we weren't flirty or anything. Like, we just went to the same school. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I think it's... What about you, Shannon? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I mean, no, I've never been in this situation because usually I'm the one who's, like, you know, I'm, I'd be happy to, like, make something more serious and usually men my age are not, which is, mm. you know, fine. Um, but I think if you genuinely believe that both of you are very clearly and, you know, you've had a conversation about this when neither of you want something serious, then I feel like that's kind of okay to just, you know, you know, have those expectations of this is a relatively low, um, seriousness and low, you know, um, what's the word investment, of Mm. a relationship because it's casual and maybe it's just like a physical attraction and you know you do enjoy spending time with this person but you don't necessarily want something more serious but I would preface that by saying the more time you spend with someone that you do kind of have feelings for you're probably going to talk yourself out of that quite quickly in terms of you coming around to the thought of a relationship and if you come around to that quicker than they do you could end up getting very hurt. Mm. which I think is just something to be really careful of. Yeah, I I feel like first and foremost, having that understanding between you guys, if that's something that you talk about, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you just want to casually date for now. Um, You don't want to make it exclusive or or something like that. I think having that convo quite early and establishing that and then sort of just letting things go how they go. Like you can't really plan to sort of keep someone until when you're ready. Yeah. Um, Because as Shannon said, that would set yourself or them up for some hurt if, you know, there's an expectation that like, okay, two years from now or eight months from now, maybe. Um, I think have that conversation and then just like live your life. And if you bump into them again or if there's a chance for you guys to reconnect, then that's great. But it's hard to plan that and like preempt the the future sort of yeah because thing. I feel like it's all well and good for you guys to sit down and say yeah we're happy to keep things cash like neither of us really want anything serious but 
you're going to get to a point of like, well, how long is the long game? Like if, if mm. your version of long game is like four months and their version of long game is like two years, then you're going to get to a crossroad of how many times do you have to have that conversation before one of you says, well, I can't do it anymore, which is kind of yeah. like if, if you're basically saying I want to be with this person but not yet, honestly, be with them. Like it's, it's yeah. really – it's not worth – the additional like confusion and drama that's going to come from it. If you like this person and want to be with them, I feel like what's honestly the difference between maybe it is like a monogamy thing. And if that's the case, then have a conversation about that because that's a whole different relationship. That's an open relationship. You know, you can still be with someone and enjoy spending time with them. And, you know, they are at the end of the day, you know, that support structure for you in a romantic relationship but if you don't want to settle down sexually then you know have that conversation and if they're on the same page they can work really well yeah and it's I was just going to jump in and say like they have a right to know as well like Mm. if it's not a a matter of you know now's not the right time because of school or like exams or blah 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 or now's not the right time because I'm not like I don't want to have a monogamous relationship like that's two different things yeah. and I think establishing that and making sure that you know you're not um hurting them uh, or potentially hurting them in the future that that's really important too yeah but I think and I agree with you like it sorry Shannon oh, no, I agree in the sense when you say like um if you feel like you want to be with them like you have that inkling just be with them it's so true because there's no right time for a relationship no. like you can't it's, it's not like getting a job where you're like, oh, yeah, I can get a full-time job when I finish uni. <laughs> like, it's – because then, you know, if you treat relationships like that, you're just going to stop yourself from experiencing so much just because you want it to sort of slot nicely into your life. Yeah. 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 I think the overarching theme is have a conversation, make sure you're on the same page, and then if it is that you want this person in your life – Find the way that you can fit that in your life that's that's not going to hurt either of you. And if you can't see a plan where neither of you get hurt, then it's probably just better not to have them around mm. because yeah. you don't want to set yourself or them up for pain and heartbreak if you can avoid yeah. it. Yeah. I would also say ask your closest friends mm. what they think. Yeah. Um, because they would have obviously a better understanding of you and that person and just get their advice as well. For sure. They could tell you to like, you know, do it, don't do it. But yeah, have, have a chat with them if you can. Um, the last question we have here is, I think a guy and me are truly perfect for each other, but I can't tell if he's interested at all or if I'm friend zoned, what should I do? Oh, this is so difficult because I remember um, feeling like this, like in high school as yeah. well, where I'm like, oh. oh man, like me and this person are like am- amazing, made for each other. Like it's going to work. And then, you know, I mean, I don't want to tell the story because then it, it, like, I'm not trying to say that you'll get rejected like I did, but <laughs> um, I think that this is tough. And I think that no matter what happens in terms of whether you could be in a relationship with them or you're friend zoned, like, 
I don't know. Actually, Shannon, you go. I feel like I'm going to say like something really bad. <laughs> Why could you possibly say that was bad? Oh, not bad, but just like, you know, when your parents say like, oh, when I was your age and blah, 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 and you'll learn from it and this and that. Like, I hate hearing that and it's really annoying. So like, I don't really have tangible advice that could, you know, that isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like it. It very much took me back to like school. And I remember, I mean, this is so dumb because I was so young, but there was this guy and I would die if he listened to this, but I really don't think he's going to. (laughs) And like, I like had this massive crush on him from like year two and it, it extended all the way through to like year six. And then we went to the same high school together in year seven. And the problem was that like, we were so like, we were always involved in the same things. We would always chat. Like we would always be kind of like flirty. Like we'd purposely sit next to each other. Like there were all those little, you know, those little things. Um, and then when we got to year seven, it was like, you know, the early days of MSN and all that kind of jazz. Mm. And without asking me, one of my friends decided to take it upon herself to tell him to ask me out. And apparently over MSN, he'd like agreed to it slash said like, yeah, I do like her. And then (laughs) one lunchtime, he sent one of his friends to tell me that he didn't like me and that he didn't want to be in a relationship with me. And I laugh at it now because I think it's the, when I think about it, I think it's so stupid. Um, But anyway. But how hard did you cry? (laughs) I mean, I I was probably like, you know, that's like a five year investment into this this dude. Um, And I mean, you know, I still have him on Facebook. Like I still know what he's up to. Nice guy. Really, really (laughs) nice guy. But anyway, um, and I, yeah, I just, I think sometimes you can fabricate a complete, you know, narrative in your head. And I'm so guilty of doing this with like people Mm, on dating apps. I mean, not, you know, not you for the dating apps, but like even in life you do it, but like, I'm so guilty of it. And you just decide in your head that you can like, you're like, this is exactly how this is going to go. And I just can't see a world where it doesn't happen like this. And I'm sure Mm. we're meant to be together. And honestly, maybe you are, but in the situation you're in now, you ain't going to find out unless you ask him or her. Mm. Um, Yeah. I don't know if it was defined, if it was, I think, yeah, I think it was a guy. Um, If you don't like... I mean, putting yourself out there is fucking scary. Like it, it really, yeah. really is to tell someone you genuinely have feelings for them is really hard to do, especially if you don't know where their head's at. And like I've been there and it is very scary. Um, but I think you are, you are not going to get anywhere and you're going to continue wasting brain energy and your time thinking that this is a thing and it could be. And then how much greater would your life be if you got to spend time and be with this person that you believe is you know your soulmate but you're not gonna find out unless you talk to them yeah that's really good advice I I would say like for me I would give two different types of advice based on like age sort of Mm -hmm. like if you Mm -hmm. are not yet an adult you're a, a young you're a teenager or you know I'm still in high school and I the reason why I make this distinction is because in high school, if you have feelings for someone, like just ask your friend to <laughs> ask them or like yeah. be sly and, you know, drop a few hints or something. Send and them a Snapchat. Back. Yeah. Like is that what the kids, that's the why kids I make that distinction. That? The kids still using, apparently the kids are still using Snapchat to exclusively communicate. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a story thing anymore. It's just like DMs basically right. to people. I think. Oh, God. Now I feel old. 
<laughs> but yeah, I would make that distinction and say, if you're young, get your friends to help you. If you are an adult and this is over, you know, dating apps or you've met them before and um, yeah, like I would take Shannon's advice and just just tell them, just talk about it. I think that's like the overall th- theme of like all of these um, questions and all the advice that we gave. It's just but it Talk always it. is. It's the, it's the like the be all and end all of every or almost every problem in life is communication. Mm. It's so important, but it's so hard for so many people to do. Yeah, me included as well. Yeah. It's like it's so easy to sit on the other side and read something and be like, oh, yeah, you just got to talk to them. But I think being in the situation, you get so wrapped up in your own thoughts and your own like simulations of what could and couldn't happen that it gets a bit difficult so I think hopefully like hearing other people talk about your situation like Shannon and I it sort of helps you frame it like differently from like an objective point of view Mm -hmm. where you can then have the confidence to be like yeah I just need to say it out loud to that person. (laughs) And I just feel like life is too short not to tell people that you like them or love them even that that goes for friends and stuff as well like if you've yeah if if you're listening to this and it's been a while since you've told that friend that you love them send them a message and tell them now because like one of my friends that I don't get to talk to very often sent me a message yesterday and it literally made my whole day I was like oh like it's just so nice that like she's thinking of me like it was just very sweet um but yeah I think honestly the worst thing in that situation that can happen is they say look I'm really sorry like I don't I don't think about you in that way and it is then up to you to not make that awkward like you then have the power to go oh okay no worries totally understand it can't control who we like I don't know do you want if you like if you're friends with them you could be like oh should we go grab a bite to eat and like I know that they they'll think about it and go oh well like they like me but eventually it'll honestly just be like something that's in the past and you'll be able to move on with the closure that like it just wasn't meant to be but mm. the better thing that can happen is you know the reason why you're doing that is if you genuinely and honestly if you can read people fairly well then there's got to be some part of this person that, you know, appreciates your existence. To what extent of that, obviously, I don't know. Um, But, like, if you feel like you are meant to be together, there must be a part of them that, you know, you've spent enough time together to feel like there is a vibe and if you've given off vibes and they're not running away, then there's (laughs) potentially something in their head as well that thinks, like, it could be something. So just, like, I mean, I know it's so much easier said than done, but... Put your big girl pants on or big boy pants on and tell them how you feel and see what happens. Yeah. And if if something great happens, please let us know. (laughs) I was just going to say that I would love a follow-up on all the advice that we gave today. I think I'm pretty sure you can, like, comment on each um, anonymous submission with telling him. Mm -hmm. But if you can't, just make reference to it if you want to submit something else and say, like, hey, I'm the person that asked X, Y, and Z. Um, it'd be really great to know. And also if you think this advice is like crap, tell us as well. Like I'm more than happy to hear that as well. Cause Constructive yeah. Feedback. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, um, I spent the last like three years doing this on a podcast myself and I only once had someone complain about my advice. Yeah. Shannon's a very good advice giver but I and I it. am okay. <laughs> no, I like your advice. Your advice is very like level headed. Whereas I feel like I get very wrapped up in the emotion of it all. Yeah. But maybe that comes from like 
I don't know. I always feel a bit self-conscious like giving relationship advice because I'm like, you know, I don't I haven't had a massive breadth of experience in terms of different people, different situations, blah blah blah. If you guys the listeners, if you guys don't know, I've been with my boyfriend for now 8 years. So, we've been dating since I was 16. Um and you know, that that age, that whole gap is sort of your most formative years to meet people, but Yeah, but I feel like keeping your relationship alive and healthy for that long is also experience to to draw off of Mm. I think that's what works about us giving advice (laughs) I mean not to toot our own horns (laughs) between the two of us I feel like we have some like I don't have you know the biggest pool of dating knowledge but I've been around Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) and on that note thank you so much for listening guys Um, this has been really fun Please do continue submitting um, more anonymous questions. We'll link everything down in the description. Um, And, yeah, we hope to hear from some of you guys who have submitted something today soon. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Instagram both at the Buzz by Uni Days and at unidays underscore AU and download the Uni Days app and save lots of money and all those fun things. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.